everyone has a story about a tree. You know, you you played under one, or maybe you had a, even a bad experience, but people have experiences with trees. You know, maybe a limb fell on your house or something, but um, it, it's really important to bring in that personal aspect because again, what we have right now is not what will be here for our future. So, so that is one of our biggest uh, goals is to be able to provide trees and green space and places where everybody, no matter where you live, you can walk to and see these spaces and be within them. So. Hey there, and welcome back to Nature Boost. I'm Jill Pritchard. When you think of the outdoors, trees are the backdrop in every image. One thing I love about trees is that no two are alike, yet all are magnificent. Trees reflect the changing seasons. They signify strength and beauty and longevity. In honor of Arbor Day this month, I wanted to put the spotlight on trees and explore just how much they work for us every day. Here with me today is Holly Dettner. Holly is MDC's Forestry Outreach and Communications Program Supervisor and also is the coordinator of MDC's Trees Work Campaign. Holly, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Thanks for having me, Jill. So, um, the Trees Work campaign was created to increase awareness on the benefits of trees. Yes. And uh, I really love that idea because, you know, no matter who you are, where you live, you've seen a tree. And you're benefiting from yep. trees. Mm -hmm. In ways you don't even think about. Right. Exactly. So um, let's explore that a little bit. Tell us um, how the Trees Work campaign works to spread that awareness. Sure. Well, we started out with this basic premise that most people are generally aware that trees are good for the environment. They're part of the environment. They clean our air. They clean our water, et cetera, et cetera. But we've learned uh, since about the 80s that there's this whole um, other side of benefits of trees that people don't always think about. The impact for your health, uh, physical and mental, the, the wellness for your kids, even an economic benefit of trees. You know, uh, communities with trees that line the downtown streets make the businesses there make more money because of the trees there. They have this impact. They draw people in. They make people feel better. They uh, just they just have just amazing benefits that people don't always think about every day. So that's why we wanted Trees Work to help share that message and help people understand that these are real and tangible benefits that impact them every single day. So through this campaign, you know, how uh, what type of programs or events um, is Trees Work offering to to kind of educate people on that? Sure. A lot of times we'll just set up a booth at a, a local event, like a local farmer's market. We used to do those quite a bit um, where we just hand out material and talk to people and give away tree seedlings. Uh, we did it at the Roots and Blues Festival last year. We were at the True False Film Festival in Columbia. It's a movie oh. festival documentary. It's really cool. And there's all sorts of people always milling around downtown. So we set out a really cool booth there to talk to people about trees, um, kind of connected it with, you know, the themes of the film festival and people really respond really positively that. You know, you walk up to somebody and tell them, you know, that, that the tree on the sidewalk is worth X amount of dollars in benefits. And they're like, wow, they didn't really ever think about that. It's it's interesting whenever you put it into um, like a monetary va value, um, just how how much they do uh, they do for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even the trees in your backyard have an actual monetary value for your home. Your property value is on average about $8,000 more if you've got several 
mature trees in your yard. Your air conditioning in the summer is going to be um, it's going to be less hard on the system of your air conditioning, your heating and cooling in the summer and the winter if you've got trees around because they provide shade and windbreaks, and that's saving you real money. And it's in their trees. You know, it's you can they're trees. <laughs> You know, we it's it's uh, it's like it's like the pavement, the sidewalk. You don't, you don't think about it, but they're always there. The grass and the trees and the, and the nature, and even in the middle of town. You know, we work for conservation, and we're always helping people understand about the value of wildlife and and how important it is to to be in nature and and how important all of our native species are. And and one of the most important things are the the trees that support all of that habitat. We can take them for granted. You know, I think uh, most people go about their days. They don't um, they aren't really conscious of. <laughs> of trees and hey you know that tree is providing um you know habitat for squirrels and for birds and you know other types of wildlife and then you know trees even provide us with food and Mm -hmm. um, and at the same time we know that and and studies have proven that people that even can see trees from their office at work or if they're in the hospital recovering from surgery if they can see trees and green space from their window it actually helps them work better stay focused and heal faster if you're in the hospital there are are documented studies for that. There was a study in early 2020 where people, like 20,000 people that were in the study, and they measured how much time they spent outdoors and then how their general feelings of wellness and, and 120 minutes. It was like very strange. It was very specific. 120 minutes a week. Um, no less. It had to be at least 120 minutes in, in increments or all at once. You spend that time outdoors. And there was a significant difference in how people felt both physically and mentally who got that 120 minutes a week. They were all, you know, like they all said they felt so much better mentally, physically, had, you know, lost weight, all of that just from being outside. And it's not like, you know, they're running marathons or trying to hike 10 miles in the woods. It's just literally being outside in the woods or in your neighborhood park and he makes a huge difference for people's wellness it does and um i uh i love what you said earlier about green space that is a topic we've been talking about all this season just again how being outside is just so good for you not only um, mentally but physically as well and when you think about it 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 almost wouldn't be a green space without trees you know (laughs) that's a big part of it you know again that forest bathing I'm sure you've you've heard about that's you know kind of been a a big topic of discussion you know just being out in nature it it really wouldn't be the same without trees that's so funny that you would say that because we had as part of the trees work campaign we had this whole whole poster series that we did that were um on the kind of a play on word with that without trees thing so you know without trees two by fours would be zero by zeros and (laughs) Without trees, hammocks would just be blankets on the ground. And without trees, baseball would just be a game of catch. You know, all the little ways that trees make our lives better. And without them, where are we? We're just nowhere. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's I think it's something that um, we all uh, should should appreciate a little bit more, you know, being outside (laughs) for sure. I think it's great because it also educates people on tree identification mm-hmm. and as well as, you know, if you're a homeowner or, you you know, you have some property, you know, it teaches people about um, tree care and maintenance as well. 
Absolutely. That's a big component. We, we want people to know the value of trees, but we want to enable them and give them the tools they need to improve the trees and woodlands on their property, whether they've got a backyard or they've got 40 acres. Uh, trees Work is here to, to help guide you in making the right decisions and planting the right trees and, and improving your property no matter what. So it not only benefits you, but benefits the town and the county and the entire state. People, uh, I think, should also be aware that uh, we have staff members who can go out to homeowners' property and, you know, talk about how to improve habitat for wildlife and uh, proper um, tree maintenance as well. No matter what your goals are for your property, if you've got 100 acres and you just want to see more deer and turkey, we've got staff that can come out and help you figure out what improvements might make that more habitable for that kind of wildlife. If you want to, if you've got a hundred acres and you think you've got some mature trees that are at the end of their lifespan and, and you want to have them harvested to make some money, you know, a timber sale, we can help you do that. Our foresters are super qualified. Um, even if you just want to know what kind of tree species you have, if you think you've got a lot of ash trees and you know that, you know, there's an insect now, the emerald ash borer, that's going to come in and wipe out all those ash trees, even if you're not really sure what the ash tree looks like, we can give you information and help guide you and make those decisions. Very good. Uh, very good information to know. And uh, Holly, do you have anything else you'd like people um, to be aware of as far as just trees or the Trees Work campaign? Or I do. I have one really important thing to mention, and that is um, a lot of people don't know that, but the Department of Conservation actually has a tree nursery, and we grow seedlings and sell them to people at a very, very reasonable rate. You can get bundles of 10 or 25 from our nursery. Go online to mdc.mo.gov seedlings and um, see what we've got available. We start shipping those in March and April, and you, you, we um, start taking orders every September, and it's just a great opportunity. If you have a backyard or if you've got lots of acreage, you can plant some trees because one of the most important things we need people to do is plant more trees. It makes everything better. Absolutely, and planting native for sure. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> that could almost be another episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is great information. And where can people go? Can you direct anybody to uh, direct people to any resources online if they'd of like course. to get more information? Yeah, if you want to go online, you can go to treeswork.org for lots of good uh, tree maintenance, tree ID, learn about more about the benefits, get links to all the research. And of course, the MDC website is great. You can just, there's a tree care tab at the top. You can click on that and find all sorts of awesome information there too. Okay, awesome. Holly, thank you so much for speaking with me today. I really appreciate the info. Oh, it was fun. Anytime. <laughs> it's time for a quick break, but stay tuned because when we come back, we'll hear from a Kansas City nonprofit that's striving for a healthier and happier environment through tree advocacy. Picture your town in spring. Trees with white flowers bloom, but trouble grows fast and thorny. Calorie pear trees have cross-pollinated into a nightmare. Weak wood topples near homes and power lines. Also known as Bradford Pear or Cleveland Select, they quickly overtake fields and parks, displacing native plants and animals. Pull, cut, spray to stop the invasion in your outdoor zone. Buy native trees. Join the fight with MissouriConservation.org. Welcome back to Nature Boost. Trees are such a vital part of our landscape and don't get the recognition they deserve. But one nonprofit based out of Kansas City is working to put trees in the spotlight. 
Bridging the Gap works to make the KC region sustainable by connecting the environment, economy, and community through many different programs. One of those programs is the Heartland Tree Alliance. I learned more from HTA's program manager, Sarah Crowder. Our mission is, um, or sort of our vision, is to build stronger communities through healthy trees. Um, we want to um, encourage people to maintain the trees they have, but also to plant new trees. So that's, that's the goal we're working towards. We utilize all volunteers to do this work, and we have lots of metropolitan partners, whether they may be in the cities, um, that we come in and we help do some maintenance. Um, a lot of cities um, are cutting their budgets for different reasons and often tree care gets cut, uh, maintenance staff gets cut. So we bring in volunteers, we train them, and we come in and we do mulching of young trees. We do pruning of young trees, which is so vitally important for the tree to reach maturity so we can catch some of those problems early on. So we have education, um, adult education, as well as children education. We go into the classroom. Um, so really, we are just trying to spread the love about trees um, to really anybody that will lend an ear. And another way that you do that is through your tree tags during right. the month of April in honor of Arbor Day. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yes. yes. So the tree tags was started a few years ago. Those are a price tag. They look like a large white price tag with a, with a dollar amount on it. It uses the iTree data to determine the life um, the life of the tree that we hang it on, um, the savings that that tree will provide to the community. And that's through um, stormwater abatement, pollutant um, filtration, and other benefits, aesthetic benefits and property value benefits. And then we hang these price tags on the trees and it's usually around April, which is Arbor Day. Um, and just to bring awareness, and we have several communities that um, partner with us to hang those throughout the metro. I love that. I think that that's such a really cool way to, like you say, help spread that awareness yeah. because, again, you know, trees, such a common part of the landscape. And I think it's easy to forget how much they really do for us on the daily. Right. And so um, a, a lot of things, you know, in addition to providing us oxygen and shade, you know, uh, some things that people may not know that trees do, some benefits of them, you know, they absorb sound. You know, I've seen things where uh, they can actually increase business traffic. Right. And they can reduce crime in neighborhoods and, you know, things like that. So uh, I, I, I think that's great that um, you guys are spreading that uh, spreading that awareness through um, through those tree tags and, uh, of course, everything else that you do. Um, so, again, it's just great to remind people just how much trees do for us. And something else uh, is that some trees provide um, more benefits than others, correct? Correct. Yeah. Oftentimes, um, the one we use a lot because we are in this urban area is pollutant uh, and particulates in our air. So um, trees, you mentioned that they muffle noise and, and keep sound as a, as a barrier from highways, but they also help filter the air before you breathe it. So um, trees with a larger leaf area tend to ha have more benefits for that. The pollutants uh, stick to the leaf area. So the larger the leaf, the better. Um, so um, those can be really beneficial. Yeah. I, I again, learning about all this, it's just, it really, it opens, it opens up your, your mind whenever, every time you, yeah. you look at a tree now. So, um, and one thing I've all, I've always found fascinating about trees is that they outlive humans, yes. you know, they yes. can be so, they can be thousands of years old and you, you know, you look at a tree and you just kind of think, man, what has that tree seen? <laughs> you know, it's, 
And that's that's a huge piece. Our um, we talk about trees as a legacy. They are absolutely a legacy. We the trees that we're planting, that I'm planting in my lifetime, are for my daughter and my my grandkids. You know, and that's that's a hard thing for sometimes for people to grasp and wrap their head around. But um, it's it's important to bring in that personal aspect because everyone has a story about a tree. You know, you you played under one or maybe you had a, even a bad experience, but people have experiences with trees. You know, maybe a limb fell on your house or something. But um, it it's really important to bring in that personal aspect because, again, what we have right now is not what will be here for our future. So well said. Yeah. And especially in urban settings too. You know, uh, this season in Nature Boost podcast, we've been talking about um, nature's effect on our overall well-being, on our mental and our physical health. And um, especially when people live in more of an urban area, I think the need for a green space is even greater. Oh, it's huge. And like you, you touched on the mental health uh, benefits of spending time outside in green space, even seeing it out your window. I mean, the data supports all of these things, the lower crime rates, the slower traffic speeds, um, the increased uh, businesses, the savings in your utility bills. I mean, the benefits are all absolutely there and it's and it's uh, showing people um, how important that they are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And again, even um, just living in a bigger city can be stressful, yeah. you know, and uh Again, it's 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 nice to have that um, chill time. Right, right. Yeah, we do some education with Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, and I always say, I mean, who goes on a hike in the woods and feels more stressed at the end? You know, who feels worse after you've spent time outside? And everyone's like, I'm tired. I feel more relaxed. And I'm like, exactly. That's that's the feeling that everybody should have the um, ability and should be afforded the ability to have spaces like that to, to spend time. And so that is one of our biggest uh, goals is to be able to provide trees and green space and places where everybody, no matter where you live, you can walk to and see these spaces and be within them. So That's, that's a beautiful good. mission. Yeah. And so getting back to your volunteers, so I follow you guys on social media. Yeah, great. And, um, and I, I highly recommend that everybody does that because um, I you guys uh, post green tips, you know, for better, um, environmental living and, um, little things that you can do, uh, you know, each day to, to kind of, um, lessen your impact on the environment. But something also, uh, that you do is you post little, uh, you feature your volunteers on there and kind of little backgrounds on them. And I think that's really, uh, a great way to, to get the word out about being a volunteer too. Um, because it just shows that you don't have to have, a background in this to be involved. Absolutely. And that's a new piece that we just started. And we're really excited about that because we do want to highlight that we have a really diverse mix of people that come out. We have people that have loved the environment, grew up spending time outside and knew that they wanted to do that kind of volunteerism. And then we have other people that just kind of, it fell into their lap and then, um, uh, and they're experiencing a lot of things for the first time. So for all of our programs, you do not have to have any experience in the work that you're doing. We spend a lot of time, um, 30 minutes to 45 minutes at the beginning of every single workday talking about what we're doing and the importance of what you're doing. We provide all of the tools and we provide all of that expertise and, and oversight with either lead volunteers 
volunteers or staff. So really it's a fun environment. If we have a lot of corporate groups that come out, it can definitely be a team building exercise. There's a little bit of competition that comes into play there. Um, or it can just be come bring your family and, and spend time together doing something that is going to make a lasting impression, whether it's trees or picking up litter or removing invasives to release these beautiful native plants or to see, um, you know, flowering prairie plants that haven't been around for, you know, ages. Yeah, absolutely. And some uh, again, top uh, touching on the social media. You guys also have a, a Twitter page for one of your trees. Yes, we do. Penny Oak. And Penny has been silent uh, as of recent, but Penny is an oak in Loose Park, which is a large park here near the Country Club Plaza in Kansas City, Missouri. And Penny was started a few years ago, and, and absolutely that's what it was, was an educational piece. And Penny's got some friends, some squirrel friends and some tree friends. But yes, she's a twittering, a twittering pin oak, actually a very large pin oak that's located on the southeast end of Swope, uh, Loose Parks. Do you happen to know how old? I don't know how old. You know, nothing has been cored, so I'm not sure if um, the Parks Department even knows. And that's truly the only way to age a tree? In most cases, yes, is to do a small core um, like that and count the rings. What can people do if they'd like to get involved with Bridging the Gap? Sure. Well, you mentioned social media. That's a great way to follow us because we do, again, we have all these different programs. So that's, um, we try to feature when those work days are coming up, volunteer needs. But also we have a newsletter. If you go to bridgingthegap.org and scroll to the bottom, it's called um, Connect With Us. And you can put in your email. We send out an e-news. It's not overly obtrusive. You might get a couple a month during our busy months, but in most cases, one or two. And it's information about what we might be up to, events that we might be having. Um, but those are two great ways. We also have an events page on our website, and it's a calendar of events. And right now, you'll see it's slow. We're in, in, in strategic planning mode, for sure. In all the work that we do, we typically need a little bit of nicer weather to do that. So we will really get going in March, and we work really hard through the nice or months in the heat of the summer we take maybe a little break but there's always something there's even office work uh, sometimes that we might need if someone's looking to spend some time inside and, and help us with stuffing envelopes or you know so there's all kinds of needs internships um, we look for internships as well so well that's great I think it's great that it's not something where you sign up and it's like okay we expect you to be at all of these you know you can right. kind of do it at your leisure and you know whatever fits your schedule yeah yeah, absolutely. We have events during the week, work week. We have events um, on weekends as well. We, as I mentioned, we run the recycling center. So we're always looking for like regular volunteers that might just want to come out and spend time at the recycling centers a couple hours. That's probably our most consistent and year-round need. Um, but yeah, it's um, we do have the Tree Keepers. It's an adult program that we do that's an adult education program. And we do ask after you take the Tree Keepers that you um, potentially volunteer for 24 hours. But there's no rule book and there's no sign-in. You know, it's just something, a commitment that we ask for. And sometimes we get it and sometimes not. But Nobody's following you around making sure right, you walk those right. hours. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's just something we ask for. Well, I am glad to um, have spoken with you about this today. Is there anything else you, you think that uh, we need to touch on or that you'd like to add as far as Bridging the Gap or the Heartland Tree Alliance? 
No, I don't think so. I think that um, no matter what part of the state you're listening from or wherever you may be listening from, there are organizations like ours. If you're in the Kansas City Metropolitan, check us out. Come volunteer for a couple different um, types of work days. You might find something that you really like or look in your area because there are always needs of this sort where um, uh, the cities and or other smaller nonprofits need volunteers. So just get out and make change. Very good. Thank you so much, Sarah. Yeah, thank you. To learn more about the benefits of trees, visit treeswork.org. Or to get more info on the Heartland Tree Alliance, visit bridgingthegap.org. And that's a wrap on season one of Nature Boost. A big, big thank you to all of my guests this season, including MDC's Holly Detner and Sarah Crowder with the Heartland Tree Alliance. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this season and learned just how much nature impacts us every day and hopefully come away with a new appreciation for it. This is Jill Pritchard with the Missouri Department of Conservation urging you to get your daily dose of the outdoors.